Hey, welcome back to another episode of Games with me, boy, Lan. It's me, Jao. And so we're talking about the most recent uh, Xbox developer. Uh, Direct? Direct, yeah. 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 Uh, it's only going to talk about five games. Uh, we're really mostly going to be talking about one or two of the games that have been announced for that. And essentially talking about this thing that Xbox has been doing that we kind of want to touch upon. And don't worry, we will also talk about PlayStation when, it com- when time comes when their little showcase shows up. We are equally opportunity with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. I mean, we really should try to. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I mean I don't know what when was the last time we've done uh, a talk about a Nintendo Direct, right? I don't remember. And granted, that's not to say the Nintendo Directs don't interest us. I think it's more of like whenever they do show up, they're very inconvenient for us. Yeah, they just happen to be on the day like, oh damn, they're very at this place. It's us. like I'm on my like it's like I'm on my way to work. I'm trying to pay attention to this direct, but also keep my eyes on the road so I don't crash into anything. Yeah, no, let's not do any of that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so we're talking about uh, essentially some of the, talk- the games they talked about. They talked about uh, Avowed, which is, looks like it's going to be a very fun Skyrim-esque game from the guys that helped make a lot of the old, uh, you know, Fallout games. Uh, Obsidian, right? Obsidian, yes, right. Yeah. So, you know. Um, you know, they came off of, uh, Outer Worlds, you know, mm-hmm. which is, like, you know, a, a very Fallout New Vegas-esque game, you know, they're kind of, like, uh, you know, their take on, like, a Fallout in space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, to see them basically have their own take on, like, you know, the Elder Scrolls series kind of thing, yeah. that seemed kind of neat. Uh, they did announce a, uh, like, an RTS kind of game. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it was one of the ones that I was like, oh, well, I just got tuned off at that point. Uh, apologies to those who are really enjoy that game. I just don't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then they showed off a new Mana game, which well, we already knew about the Mana game. Yeah, the Visions of Mana. Yeah. Uh, which, I'm going to be honest, I didn't actually think was coming to Xbox. Like, I, I think I remember it showed up during a Sony con- uh, uh, well, Direct or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I could be wrong, um, but... I mean, to be fair, I don't think, I think, uh, really the only thing Square Enix kind of keeps exclusive on, um, PlayStation is just, like, obviously, I think, some games, like, I think mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII Remake has been sort of, more or less kept on, console-wise, PlayStation, but, you, you know, you have the PC ports out there as well, um, and obviously, uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, that's a PlayStation, six, yeah. Yeah, that's a PlayStation exclusive game. Uh, the game was called Aura History Untold. Yeah, um... But yeah, you know, it's, you know, like, uh, it's pretty exciting because a lot yeah. of people like the, you know, the Monus series, so, you know, I'm It's, it's one. one of those games that, I say it's the third, like, most well-known, like, JRPG game of the old days. Uh, like, the old JRPG series, like, yeah. you have Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, and, you know... Mono. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which is, is always kind of like a spinoff of, that kind of became its own thing. Of uh, of Final Fantasy in the same way that Shin Megami Tensei was the original game and then kind of spun off into like Persona. Yeah, Persona got spin was a spin off and then just kind of became bigger than the original series. Yeah, I guess we could, there's also a third game I think it called Devil Divider. Devi- I think oh, I'm trying to think of the band, uh, something like that. Uh, but yeah. That's uh that's uh, that's basically the games, but also the one that everyone was talking about recently, 
is the new Indiana Jones game that came that they've announced that's coming out this year. Um, yeah, because they they announced it a while back, I want to say, and this was our first time actually seeing not only in-game footage but also uh, gameplay of it, and uh, it's definitely interesting because, gosh, the last Indiana, jo- I mean, heck. I can't really think of another Indiana Jones game besides the uh, Lego Indiana Jones game. Yeah. Which is like, you know, Lego games are their own thing, right? Um, so, they, and this is by Machine Games. I believe they did uh, Wolfenstein, right? Mm-hmm. The, yes. The, the, the new Wolfenstein series that mm-hmm. they've done at Bethesda. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's definitely interesting to see uh, how they've sort of built it up. I know some people were kind of like, um weirded out that it doesn't feel like uncharted and stuff or like tomb raider is because it's like when you think of those two games that are like oh this is like how you would imagine maybe an indiana jones game working in Mm -hmm. in sort of the modern day right um but i don't know i think it's it has its own unique flair to it yeah right yeah i feel like in those games a lot i mean i think the early tomb raider games would get a little fantastical yeah they do uh, the the newer remake version doesn't go that no, far. No, no, the newer yeah. remakes kind of keep it more like you know down to earth. Um, a lot of people, you know, you you hit on the nail on the head with a lot of that because it was uh, compared to a lot of people were like, why make an Indiana Jones game? We already have the Indiana Jones game at home. It's called Uncharted. Right. <laughs> that it's like it was supposed to be a little different, you know. And uh, keeping it that first person perspective is kind of like cool. It's a little jarring because you know it's them trying to make it not uncharted. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, they also have, you know, Indy's whip. Yeah. And, like, it's definitely an interesting uh, mechanic, obviously, for movement traversal yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, it also looks kind of funny from that first-person angle when you're just whipping people. Yeah, because you just, yeah. You know, like, there's some interesting physics with the whip that I kind of find a little funny, but, you know, uh... I mean, I kind of like it. No, uh, I liked it, too. I think the thing that got me most interested was the puzzles. That's when you'll see him be more, like, a third-person perspective. Is when uh, you start doing the puzzles, because, um... What is Indiana Jones without some puzzles? (laughs) Well, I mean, what's any sort of, uh... You know, archaeologist, right? In, like, those types of stories. There's always some sort of, uh... Puzzle to the ancient temple, you gotta figure out to get the uh, magic MacGuffin at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I do kind of, uh, I am a bit wondering as to where exactly, because uh, it does seem like I don't think it's gonna be like a uh, like a retelling of the Indiana Jones story. No, 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 no. It's, it's, so it's, they, it's, they they specifically stated that it's between I think Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. I think I know I know it's between one of the other movies. Not the, not not um. Not the one with aliens, and not the one that just came out. Well, obviously, it's a very it's a young Indiana Jones, yeah. you know. It's like he's not. Which apparently it's Troy Baker doing the voice. Um, I I can hear it. Um, he does a pretty good job of uh sort of mimicking uh Harrison Ford's voice, you know. Which yeah, he... makes sense uh, for a voice actor of his caliber. You know, I, you know, he definitely is putting in the effort to give at least a somewhat authentic uh, Harrison Ford voice, right? Yeah. So it's, it's pretty good. 
Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm like, for a second there, I, even all of us were like, wait, did they actually get Harrison Ford for this? Like, no, no, no. Well, I mean, I don't think so, because I feel like you would, you could tell if it was, like, Harrison Ford doing the voice, because... Yeah, yeah, he's old and stuff, so I, I would mm-hmm. imagine you would hear that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think the voice work sounds pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, I am interested in how the story turns out. Oh, right. we forgot about Hellblade, just in a saga, too. Hellblade 2. Oh, I thought you were saving that. Oh, I did. Was I? No, no, no. Yeah, no. That, well, that's the next game they also talked about. But the one that everyone was talking about was... Um, I, I think uh, partially because Hellblade has been a known quantity for a while. It's more yeah. of... I think the big thing about uh, Assassin's of Hellblade 2 was uh, the release date. Like yeah. We have official release date for May 21 of this yeah. year. Yeah, and it's the it's the one game that everyone's shouting is, like, was built for the Series X. Yeah, like, it feels like it's going to be, like, I you would imagine Xbox is going to start pushing hard in the advertisement and stuff like that, but like, hey, this is the killer app, if you will, right, mm-hmm. so far. Um, it looks fantastic. I mean, yeah, like, uh, it is just visually stunning. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that that is pretty cool. But I think for most people, just the inherent idea of the mm-hmm. anime, of an Indiana Jones game and actually seeing it uh, in you know, in the flesh, if you will. Um, that will overtake a lot of it. Yeah, because again, it's like, we we know mostly about, hell, you know, Assassin's Creed 2, right? Yeah. It's just that, alright, like, we're kind of just waiting for a release date at this point, because, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen what, what it can do, we just wanted to, you know, know when it comes out. Yeah. And uh, with the Indiana, Indiana Jones game, you're just sort of wondering, like, okay, what's the what are the, what direction are we going in terms of gameplay? You know, how's it gonna look? You know, yeah. all this stuff, right? What's the story? You know, like this is a lot of questions, and now those questions have been answered, obviously, uh, at least for a little, you know. And that's kind of I think one of the interesting things uh, with the Indiana Jones game to me is gonna be just story, like. Oh, it's hella cinematic. I think this is probably the best looking game that Xbox is coming out with right now. That isn't just like first party. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, the Gun the end game is just technically first party, isn't it? Well, I mean, yeah, I probably right. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's uh, you know, Bethesda owns them, and then obviously Xbox owns Bethesda, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. No, I, I like the fact that they're they're they are like targeting back to that old field. They even talked about having a finding a musician who. Can almost mimic John Williams, <laughs> and I'm just like, that's that's a good way to say it because the John Williams score is probably one of the best things to come out from the movies too. I'm actually a bit surprised by that statement, um, only because I feel like, granted, this could be the period where we where uh, John Williams is like, I'm not doing music anymore, guys, and then he's like, I'm back, baby. I I mean, I was gonna say that I'm like, is is he done? doing music for stuff like is that has he retired i i, I have no idea i i, I legit I, there was a moment where he was but then i think he's like i can't come back I, I, I don't feel like doing it and then he's like wait guys there's a movie i want to do let me make the music for that i mean i feel like if there's another star wars movie that comes out you you, you know he'll be like all right time to ride the saddle again you know i mean i don't know like it just seems a little i mean i guess to be fair i as a mu- as a composer, right? I feel like you can just unretire whenever you want because all you're doing is just 
composing the music and stuff, right? That's fair. That's fair. Not that I'm not, you know, saying that it's an easy job to do. No. Right. No. But no. It's like, you know, it feels like one of those things. Like, oh, you know what? Uh, I, I think I, I have some interesting ideas. You know. Like, yeah. There's this moment where he's he's asleep and this is in this in his you know, his tomb and he's like, I'm inspired again. Kicks the <laughs> kicks the the door down to Disney or Warner Brothers or whatever. He's like. I got a song for you. Are you implying that John Williams would come back as a zombie? No, he, he, is a, he is an immortal god. Um, so you're implying that he just sleeps in like some random uh, crypt and is only called upon whenever to compose Star Wars? Yes, movies? he's King Arthur. I, I, uh, all right, sure, <laughs> I guess. He, he only he arises when he is called upon to do fantastic work. Only a few have reached that limit. Uh, sure. I mean, that, that, I mean, I guess that makes some sense. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, you know, from Alexander the Music, I think, I, and that was the thing, too, because I'm like, is it not John Williams? Because, I mean, the music does, I mean, sound pretty John Williams to me, so, yeah. I guess whoever they got to, uh, do the music for the game is doing mm-hmm. a pretty good job of, uh, getting those, I guess, old, uh, cues from the Indiana Jones movies and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, I mean, I don't think um, the game will be, I mean, obviously I don't think the game's open world or anything like that. Like, no, 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 no. It's, I, I it's, kind of, I'm just kind of wondering how linear it gets, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's obviously going to be a very story-driven game, right? Yeah. I don't think we're going to get any weird, like, multiplayer, like, uh, section or whatever, no, 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 right? No. Um, so I'm just kind of I get sort of curious to see like how long the game is mm-hmm. and stuff, because um, I, I that that's my main question with that like with Hellblade you know I feel like it's gonna be you know moderately four hours right with with Indiana Jones they're they're making it seem like it's a globe trotting adventure right. He's going around the world so how long is the game gonna take? Uh, you know you have characters coming in. Uh, with their own, you know, uniqueness and interesting stories to tell. What, what, what how long is it gonna take? You know, is this because if it's like less than like, I'm saying that for less than four hours, I'd be like, eh, not worth my time. I mean, I'm trying to think on my head what, how long, like, what games have like hour, uh, stories that are like less than four hours. Yeah. And. I don't know, like, <laughs> I would make a joke, I guess, about the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, but I haven't looked into how long the, the campaign mode for mm-hmm. that game was. I know, all I know is that the obvious joke is that it's super short, like, shorter than you expect or whatever, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and Soap dies at the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, spoilers, uh, I guess, if you didn't know that. Isn't the first iteration of Modern Warfare 3? You I, yeah, I guess you're not wrong, but uh, yeah, listen, there's probably there's probably someone who didn't know, you don't know, mm. um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, definitely gonna be interesting to see, and I, and that does bring up an interesting question of because uh, yeah, they do do a whole thing of like oh, all these uh, historical sites are all like linked together in like this big giant circle, or whatever, you know. Yeah, what what weird <laughs> what weird thing are we doing now this time, Indy? Yeah, I'm. Um, uh, you know, I, I like to see what sort of environments I guess we get, right? Like, obviously, I think, 
Seems like we're going to be doing some ancient Egypt stuff, maybe some... Uh, Egypt, Tibet, and I think there's another one in there. Yeah. You know, it's going to be kind of neat to see all those sort of environments mm-hmm. and stuff and just sort of um, how, you know, the design levels and stuff around it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just a very interesting sort of... Uh, yeah. Process, no, yeah. Right? And so, I mean, that's most... Well, they've only announced, like, five games, right? Uh, about uh, more Legend of Mana stuff. Uh, I think it was called Ark. I'm sorry. I had it just here a minute ago. The strategy game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Aura, Hellblade, and, you know, Indiana Jones. So, that's about most of the games that they're talking about because it's supposed to be like a really nice, short, sweet, and simple just talk, uh, conversation with the developers, which is this new thing that Xbox has been doing. I think they've only done it like maybe this is the third or fourth time they've done it. Yeah, I think they did one similar. Because uh, the last one they did was early, again, early in the year. And that was when they gave us a surprise hit of High Five Rush. Yeah, and I believe that was last, literally it was last uh, yeah, yeah, no, January. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was uh, last January. High Five Rush came out of nowhere. Kind of blew everyone's mind because it was like, it was a secret reveal. It's like, oh yeah, um, uh, the guy from Evil Within made a, a sort of a DMC-like fighting uh, you know, game. With a rhythm to it uh, called High Five Rush, and it's out. It's out. It's out, guys. Go, yeah. go, go to the store right now. Yeah, it was a, sh- a shadow drop. Yeah. Um, you know, day one like drop of like, oh, yeah, we announced this game. By the way, it's out now. Uh, go play it. You know? Yeah. Um, and everyone loved it. Yeah, it was a, it was a very, I, I would, you would ar- could argue it was a sleeper hit of last year, right? Mm-hmm. Of a game that you didn't. I think part of it was too was like, uh, what got it a lot of you know, uh, attention was uh, I think Forspoken had come out or was oh, coming out yeah. around the same time, um, and people really did not like Forspoken mm-hmm. um, for for various reasons. So it's kind of like look at what Xbox did here with a game that barely got any promotion and like it's doing numbers and stuff. And uh, look at uh, Sony's big new uh, exclusive here, and it just. You know, yeah, that that tired old, you know, story of like, oh, Xbox, whatever, who cares? Um, game good, that's all that matters, right? And so, I don't disagree with this sort of format. I think what it is, though, don't be expecting too much reveals. Um, yeah, because I mean, this is the thing that is been happening with a lot of various um, video game companies and developers and stuff. I mean, Ubisoft has its, uh, I don't think, I think they call it Ubisoft Connect or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, like, there's a lot of uh, different developers and stuff that do mm-hmm. their, like, their own, like, little live streaming events of, like, hey, this is what we got coming up, this is what new content for this game, you know, mm-hmm. like, with the, uh, with the, like, I'm, I'm guessing part of it is just because of what Nintendo has done, because it, Really, all of these things sort of stem back to the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, because there was a point. There, Nintendo was the first. It all goes back to E3, right? E3, you always had a showcase of the three big guys: Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo. One year, Nintendo's like, "We're not doing that." Well, it's it's uh, it's an interesting thing about that, right? It's like Nintendo doesn't have a showcase at E3, but they just have a Nintendo Direct, which is like a live streamed 
showcase from, you know, that you can watch on the internet, you know, and they would still have presence on the show floor, but they wouldn't have their mm. big conference there at E3, right? Like, yeah. it would just show something like a day or two before or, you know, E3 and then have their own showcase, you know, like their, like, like all the games they had there. That was sort of like kind of what they did. Mm. Uh, and obviously, you know, you had uh, Ubisoft and, um, uh, Bethesda, I think, did it came when uh, when it came to Fallout Four when mm-hmm. they just did a whole they whole showcase that was just Fallout Four like that was yeah, like yeah yeah I remember that yeah and then afterwards they would do more stuff about like hey this is the other stuff we're doing right uh, EA had a, a big conference always at E3 you know it's like all these other gaming companies were just doing this sort of thing of like at E3 right like E3 was your big event I mean you would have um, the Game Awards would also be like a big spot. Of as well of announcing things, but mainly it was sort of at, at E3, right? Mm-hmm. Then obviously Nintendo has their Nintendo Direct that they would plan like every couple months. Yeah, E3 was definitely like one of those times, and then like a couple months later or like whatever, you have other uh, Nintendo Directs, and and for Nintendo it was like a nice way of like hyping things up, getting information out there at their pace. Right, like they didn't, they didn't feel like they were forced to uh, go to a certain big events like E3 mm-hmm. or Gamescom, and like have their uh, showcases there, right? Yeah, and you know, partially, and then I think what was it around 2018, 2019? I think it was gonna be 2018, I guess. Uh, PlayStation starts to kind of do that. Yeah, like they're like, hey, we're not going to E3 anymore. We're not gonna have our, our presence there. We're just gonna have like a live stream event or whatever yeah. a couple days beforehand. So it was all just Xbox, uh, EA, Bethesda, Ubisoft, mm-hmm. um, Devolver Digital. That's what I'm thinking about. What other uh, company would have showcases at E3 and it's Devolver Digital, and theirs were always kind of fun because they were just sort of uh, like a parody of uh, E3 presentations. Yeah, they were. But, like there was various moments where like, oh Jesus, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, you know, that's stuff happened and, and obviously um you know the whole COVID thing happened in 2020 which closed down e3 yeah which i think that was sort of the moment where a lot of companies had to do that that nintendo direct-esque um live stream here yeah. here's what we got coming stuff and yeah. then i think it's just you know part of it and i think the big reason is two reasons right one uh it allows the companies to have a better way of controlling their uh their narrative right yeah sort of like hey you know this is how we want to release information this way we don't feel like having to scale up all of our big guns at e3 and then just you know having to like spread out other things right and the other one is probably just because it costs probably less money it does i, I could see that it'd be nothing wrong i mean I, I miss seeing like the crowds and all that shit you know being like watching and seeing and getting hyped uh, but at the same time, I can totally get understand why they want to stop that. And also, you can just do it at your home, man. Don't leave the comfort of your house and shit. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it really started with that, you know. And that's how we ended up having, like, this devel- this um, uh, developer, you know, direct kind of thing, right? Yeah, you know. Because, like, w- the, I mean, it goes back to what people have been saying about Xbox. They don't really care about the console war things. Thank God, because the more you get into that, the more it's kind of asinine it gets. But like, they they wanted to focus more on like the developers, what they had to say, what 
what their thoughts are making the game, which is something that you you know you, you kind of like like would like to see. Um, but oftentimes it's a lot of uh, talking, mm-hmm. and not a lot of uh, gameplay or promotion. It's more like hey, this is what we're making. This is how we're doing it, and this is uh, this is like a cool insight of us making the game, which which is cool, really cool. They talked about how they use sound for uh, Cessna, you know, Hellblade. And, like, how they kind of, like, there's a scene where, like, uh, to mimic the, the, the idea of voices hearing in their head, they have the microphone in the middle, and then the two ladies going around, like, talking shit or whatever, you know? Right. So I think that that's kind of, like, a really cool insight into what the game is made. I'm, now, I'm not saying that this developer director is bad. I like it. Um... It's just a very much indicative of, like, what Xbox is doing now, right? Focusing on games and trying to focus on games that could appeal to anyone, right? They're not focused solely on one specific genre of games. They're, they're throwing off all these games that, for people who probably never seen these games or wouldn't be interested in, hey, try this game out. It looks pretty cool. It's on Game Pass. Um, yeah, like, I think, uh... Like, I think a lot of these, uh, you know, developer yeah. sort of, uh, showcases of, like, the games and stuff try it as much as they can to differentiate themselves in a, from the Nintendo Direct, right? Because, like, Nintendo did it first, and it's kind of the standard of just, mm-hmm. hey, you know, announce some games here and there, maybe talk to a developer here or two if you want to. So, um, yeah, it definitely seems like Xbox, um definitely puts in um a bit more of like the developer process to it i i don't recall like nintendo would more like just talk about how they got the idea of a certain concepts or whatever i mm-hmm. think like for uh i think i remember this one for uh yoshi's woolly world where they're like oh, I remember that one. yeah it's like yeah you know i really you know we all really like just making little arts and crafts stuff with these little things we thought hey why don't we just make a yoshi game where it's like this sort of style or whatever and it's like yeah, why not um and I think uh, when it comes to PlayStation and how they do their uh, state of play is what they call it, which yeah, it's always kind of funny to like see how all these companies try their best to not call themselves a direct. Yeah. Right. Like, because again, Nintendo Direct, very simple, short to the point title. People get it, right? Yeah. So <laughs> Sony and PlayStation has to be like, it's the uh, state of play. Yeah, that that works because it's you know, like a state of state of address, like the president would yeah, have, but yeah, it's the state yeah, yeah. of play. It, I always find that one funny because the way it plays off, it's like one of those like um, the pre, not it's the pre preview of for the movies like you know you get to oh you, yeah like you one get of the screening early you know because you want to make sure you get to your seat uh hold your seat while your friend goes to get the popcorn and there's like the infomercials of like who was uh who was this uh, who did this actress play in this movie yeah like those sort of like info ads and stuff yeah. of like oh you know here's what's new with the movies and stuff and blah 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 it, it, i swear it's the same lady yeah it's kind of funny uh and, and obviously um i think xbox has called itself uh not including this one the developer right yeah it's, yeah yeah i think it called itself um i think it's just called the xbox showcase yeah which i mean you know, it's, it's definitely a simple title, right? Yeah. Uh, I think I said it earlier, uh, EA, uh, no, no uh, Ubisoft, I think, is Ubisoft Connect. I could be wrong. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen anything out of Ubisoft that isn't dumb. Like, oh, you know, gamers should be uh, comfortable not owning games. Not going to get into that. Very dumb statement. Does not make any sense. Um, 
or uh, I mean EA plays is pretty is a uh, you know it's kind of funny to me if uh, yeah sure uh, that that makes sense for a title EA plays mm-hmm. you know like they're uh, not be talking about their EA games even though I'm pretty sure most people just only remember EA stuff for just being sports games and uh, um, games made by that weird uh, foreign guy yeah who says uh, <laughs> the f word a lot at, uh, at the games <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. So like, it, 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 they all have their own little ways. Uh, I, but I just feel like uh, this is they all kind of speak to the way how they kind of like to present their games. Um, speaking of now, like saying that Sony, Sony does theirs in a way that makes me remind me of like those preview previews, or like uh, those infomercials at, at the movie theater. Makes sense now since they they like to do a lot of cinematic games. Mm-hmm. So now that makes a lot more sense, um, but yeah, um, I feel like this this the developer thing is a really cool again really cool idea. Um, I also I will probably say not to expect too much unless like you you see a developer you really want to see them talk about something, right? Like say Square Enix because they came out of fucking nowhere, but at the same time if you tell me a Square Enix is coming out something on Xbox I'm right there, hoping it'll be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth or something. That's never coming to Xbox. Uh, I was actually wrong about Ubisoft. It's Ubisoft Forward. Ubisoft Connect is the thing on their uh, web. Their uh, website works. I mean, yeah, they probably were like Ubisoft Connect. Oh yeah, that's gonna be our, uh, you know, where you you buy your games on on the PC instead of Steam and stuff. It's like, what do we use for our uh, announcements and stuff? Crap. You know what? Forward. I remember going looking, looking forward, forward into the future. future. Yeah. yeah. So lame. <laughs> God. Um, but I guess that's a good place to end it. Um, if you guys enjoy what you heard, be sure to follow us on, on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I think it's experience. Most of them on Instagram. I'm going to get on that. And, uh, yeah, we have a link to each of our podcasts. Our official podcast, like our podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all the like, and a link to the YouTube prayer call. You'll listen to that. They want to put a face to the voice. And we do have a Patreon for any form of support. And, yeah, that's been our thoughts on the xbox direct for this year we'll definitely try to talk about the sony one if it's if it's timed well for us well i mean yeah you know again you know they just sort of drop sometimes they kind of drop these out of nowhere yeah um i will say at least when it comes to the video games and the copy nintendo direct they all try their best to make different names besides direct you know besides direct unlike yeah. all these subscription services oh, that just go with off. plus I mean, Dis- ever since Disney Plus started it, you got, you know, everything's a plus now, you know, it's yeah, Paramount we're, Plus, we're you know, going down that road. it's kind of, you know, it's like, really dumb, yeah, it's really dumb. And it's good to be me, boy, you You need Joe. You guys have a good one, peace.